right. So uh, we're just going to kick it back and discuss about one of the uh, biggest rumors that I just heard yesterday. It hasn't hit any articles yet or anything. And the big reason is, is because of the source. So please take this with a grain of salt. It is from a 4chan post. We all know how they like to troll on there. But the amount of information this individual had makes you wonder if this is true or if at least some of it is true. And so what I'm talking about is the rumor is is that there is an Agents of Sword TV series for Disney Plus, an eight-episode TV series in development. And the person who... Um, Brought this news out, said that the first episode will be written by John Favreau. Makes sense. He has a fantastic relationship with Disney for his Iron Man stuff, for doing the Mandalorian for him, and the Jungle Book and Lion King. He makes hit after hit for them. They they love John Favreau. Uh, so and then they talked about who's going to be playing protagonist antagonist, and and who's going to be coming back from it. So. Obviously, we're going to have Nick Fury come back. We're going to be getting Maria Hill. We're going to be getting Coulson, apparently. Uh, Melinda May. We're going to be getting Quake. We're going to be getting Talos from Captain Marvel. And the new characters, which are supposed to be the protagonist and the antagonist. So Cameron Monaghan, who a lot of people know from uh, Shameless, and where he played two different characters that were twins. The second twin, they said, was Joker. Everybody else thought the first guy was Joker. Turned out the second guy was Joker. Gotham was a hot mess. But most (laughs) recently, he was Cal Kestis for Jedi Fallen Order. Well, apparently, he is going to play, and this is not a very uh, big-named character from the Marvel Universe, but he's going to play Exile. Exile is an inhuman, which is he didn't think he had powers for a long time after he was exposed to Terrigen Mist. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, But apparently he did because um, one of the um, Mandarin's rings, when they separated from the Mandarin, the Nightbringer ring went to uh, Exile. And so apparently you would think that character would be playing as one of the antagonists. Apparently he's going to be playing the protagonist. He's going to be the main character. And then the antagonist will be played by Catherine Winnick. Uh, she is going to play uh, Supergiant. Uh, she is an actress who plays one of the bigger roles in Vikings. And then actually... Um, Devante might remember her from uh, Woo Assassins. She played as the undercover cop. The blonde girl. Remember that? Woo Assassins was fun. Yeah. Because I know you watched that. Well, she played that character. Uh, And then uh, who's playing alongside her is Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt played a lot of stuff. He would automatically in our realm would remember him as Beast from X-Men First Class and Days of Future Past, so on and so forth. Uh, he will play Thanos' son, his inhuman son, Thane. <laughs> All right. <laughs> mm, mm. Well, that's a lot of information. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, it wow. It sounds so good, it's fake. No, it sounds good. It sounds like somebody threw together, like, a bunch... It's 4chan. Like, the reason why I think it's fake is because you're throwing together three disparate storylines and presuming that this is something that actually worked, because it ain't. 
Uh, dude, the things that you would need to set this universe up is ridiculous because already you're pulling from S.H.I.E.L.D. lore. You need to pull from Iron Man and Mandarin lore for the Iron, uh, the Mandarin 10. Uh, <clears throat> That's not too much of a far-fetch if it comes out after Shang-Chi. Sure, I guess. I, I, I guess, but it doesn't work. I, well, what I, I guess they just have to strip everything they, they about might, the They story might not even out. use the ring. He might. They might just give him the powers without him having the ring. I was going to say, at least for the inhuman part, it does technically, given that Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. is about to have its final season, I think, next year. It's this um, coming year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it does make sense to continue to lead in with more inhuman stuff. So, I mean, on that front, it makes sense for those characters to be involved. It makes sense to bring Thanos' son around. This is ahead of his time, though. <laughs> but it would also make sense why Supergiant was never around. Because she was the one in the comics tasked to finding Thanos' son. So that might have been their whole thing of why she wasn't involved in the uh, Infinity War yeah, and Endgame. Not that she would have mattered anyway. Right, but still, she is one of the Black Order, but she wasn't with them. Thane this... isn't a villain, though. That's why I'm... Well, that... Remember when they I can said change Disney his story. would fumble? Yeah. He's a problem. This so. is a about, problem, sure, this but is not about a when it would happen to him. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, Thanos had a legitimate reason for wanting him gone. So, yeah. Well, sure. Anyway, listen. All right, so <laughs> let's let's go ahead and cover our bases here. Um, sword is one of the branches of shields, just like armor, helm. There's like four hammer. or five other ones. Hammer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are all these, you know, uh, <laughs> strange organizations that make up the entire shield superstructure. Shield, of course, is the most commonly known one. Right. Uh, I think Strike is one as well. Ultimatum. Also, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of them, um, all standing for very specific things that they deal with. Sword tends to deal with intergalactic threats, uh, alongside Alpha Flight and a bunch of other, like you know, superpowered space teams. Well, yeah, just the the prevent space from screwing over Earth section yeah. of the right. super government organization. Um, so there's that, which makes sense as far as dealing with the Inhumans. The big reason why I don't think it's real is because they included Quake, Coulson, and Melinda May. I, the only character out of that group I could see them using is Coulson, possibly. I mean, uh, I disagree. Quake, Quake is that, really easy to use. That and she's actually done a, the actress has done a bit more. Like uh, they did a uh, a Miss Marvel TV show recently, and she's actually I, in it. I know that, but it's just like I don't think they really want Agents of Shield, the TV show, really remembered much anymore. I don't know. I still think it's pretty good. Like, well, you like might I think said, it's him good, and but his roommate are fans. Well, so. yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. What I'm saying is, is that Kevin Feige doesn't want anything that Jeff Loeb touched a part of his MCU. Eh. He views it as a cancer. Eh. Eh. I don't personally care too much about that side of it. I know, but that's that's just my mind thinking why that I part's mean, made up. If I, if I had to give any issue with Agents of Shield, it's the, this past season. Two seasons ago, they made a very big deal near the end of it that Thanos was coming. Thanos was coming. That's why Graviton was made. Uh, spoilers, by the way. Yeah. Um, but then when they get to this new season, there's literally no mention of Thanos whatsoever. Because it's not after even, the snap and well, everything. It, that's No, it's not, actually. It take uh, It takes place... It's two years after the, after the end of the previous season, which would be in the middle of the snap for okay. actual continuity. 
they never mention Thanos. They never mention anything like that. Like there's there's no there's no turmoil from Thanos. That's my only issue is that they made such a big deal of it in the previous season. See, exactly. Don't touch MCU it. MCU does not <laughs> want Agents of Shield to be part of their universe anymore. That's that though. It was a pretty good season. I mean, because during the beginning seasons, they had bit big after effects. Like they it, had whole episodes that Winter were, Soldier totally changed up that series. They had whole episodes that were entirely based on what happened in the movies. Uh, they the, even had characters from the movies, like Lady Sif. They had uh, uh, Samuel Jackson appeared yeah. once. So they had once. different people. That ain't happening anymore. It ain't gonna happen. After about the seven, uh, fifth and sixth season, they they. If I'm not mistaken, they stopped having a lot of uh, references, with the exception of the Thanos thing. My favorite season is the one where they all get trapped in that AI world. Uh, the mainframe. Main God, frame. That, was, that was a good season, actually. Yeah, that's my favorite one. But anyways, sorry, yeah. off topic. Um, yeah. It's on topic. It's, yeah. it's rolling in the sword, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they do very much go into space now. Agents, of sh- most of the group is in, sp- they're all in space now, right? Not She'll- quite, uh... By all rights, Shield should actually never leave Earth. Well, some of their their people go yeah, off to space. I'm just saying, but but just by all rights, Shield is not extraterrestrial. Sources. They got sent to space that season they just finished. Uh, okay, so the two seasons that you're thinking of, the if I'm not mistaken, it's season five is what it is. Is they get sent into the future. And in the yeah. future, the Earth is destroyed. That's why yeah. it does look like space. Yeah. Um, Kree have taken over what's left of Earth and have basically turned the lighthouse into a uh, a, a prison. Almost, yeah. it's not necessarily a prison, but it's basically a prison. Yeah, but now the the upcoming season, the uh, Quake and some of them are in space. From uh, my understanding. This, well, this past uh, this past season, uh, Quake and Gemma went into space. To okay, look so that for, was that was the previous yeah, season. Yeah, they lo- they went into space to look for Fitz because their Fitz had just died. Again, right. spoilers. Um, so they went. Fitz into- dies like almost every other season. So yeah, yeah he does actually have a lot of uh, brushes with death, which. Uh, but <laughs> it's just what they do with this character, uh, or he goes crazy and is evil for a season. God, the episode where they're inside. Uh, the episode where Gemma and Fitz are inside their minds melded is actually really good. Their their dark parts. I'm guessing you never really watched Agents <laughs> of Shield, Mm-mm. so you think this movie, uh, TV show is a dumb idea. Not not the sword thing. The sword that's, thing. That's I actually think actually good. I, I just think that it. it that that some form of sword will have a it will be involved in a movie or it will have its own TV show. I mean, it's already just been referenced in Captain Marvel anyway. So yeah. well, and then it was also shown at the end of Far From Home. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's plenty to go off of for there, but um, so <laughs> this I don't, leak is but this is a horrible leak. <laughs> I don't I don't care about sword. I don't care about. I just thought it was weird that they would ha- they would pick. I don't care like, about the these idioms. characters. The thing I care about is the Mandarin rings, and this is from a 2004 uh, Iron Man run, where post the death of the Mandarin. The rings enter the AI of the rings because they're actually advanced technology, advanced alien tech. The AI of the rings activate with the contingency plan, which is save the world from Tony Stark. So they pull a Green Lantern, and each of the ten rings go and find a user, yeah, and power that user. Oh, I remember. Yeah, this. and then set the users against Tony. Um, and exiles, I think Mandarin five, cause all of their dangers. Yes, are, Mandarin five. Yeah, Mandarin five. Uh, and then the other one that's really important 
for that arc because the other ones are really irrelevant uh, are the liar, which was hiding out in Shield. Uh, I think was uh, controlling Pepper Potts' fiance, and then there's Mandarin Seven, who was the redhead left wing journalist who gets her hands cut off. I'm sorry. Anytime you say Mandarin Five, I think Brainiac Five. Yeah, no, well, Mandarin Five is just because he's the fifth Mandarin. Oh, I know. I'm yeah. just saying. I just know, as you know, because they actually are called I the guess, good Brainiacs, Brainiac Five. Yes. Yeah, he's the Legion. Yeah, yeah, Legionnaires. Even though he's after Brainiac thirteen, which is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> but whatever. Don't, don't pay too much attention to it. And what was the female Brainiac? Anyway, get off subject. Sorry, that's my <laughs> fault. But anywho, um, so going back to it. But why would why would a leaker come up with something so convoluted and convoluted strange? and weird like that? Well, it's such off, a how, weird. How do you do the Mandarin rings? Without just in, in none of it makes any possible sense. You're basically just taking these people's names and running off with a story, right? Because but Marvel ha- MCU has done that. I'm just saying, wind. I don't like it. Wind. Uh, let's see. Uh, they made a fat, uh, fake uh, ma- uh, Mandarin with the, <laughs> the actor guy with the uh, with the British actor, uh, then Trevor. they. Yeah, Trevor, and then they went like, uh, they went totally different with the guy who uh, did the extremist project, uh, and they trashed AIM. Uh, let's see. Not like there was mustard trash. You leave AIM alone. AIM is trash. You leave AIM alone. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man turned into the Iron Spider, uh, Iron Man Jr. Uh, let's see, they turned Lady Sif into a joke, um, into just a romance interest for Thor. Uh, I mean, the list they, goes on and on. The, I mean, Ultra, is, is Ul- ha- Ultron was created by Tony instead of Hank Pym and MCU. Yep, and Pym gets to go on to be perfectly normal. Yep, this is okay. We leave. We leave this as okay. Yeah, he's not an abusive husband in the MCU, so that's okay. Uh, I hate Pym. I know, but the MCU Pym is much better than yes, because he's not Pym. Yeah. Instead, he's just Michael Douglas playing a, a scientist. <laughs> Look, that's, the, that's the biggest issue with it. Science, no, 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 Michael no, no. Douglas. <laughs> I mean, that's all it is. It's Michael Douglas being Michael Douglas. The biggest issue across all of these films, Marvel and DC, is that their characters are not their characters. It, like, just hands down, some people are not the character they right. are meant to be. Like, when it comes to Marvel, the most, in my opinion, until they get to a certain movie of theirs... One character is most like how he's supposed to be, and that's Thor. So, Until you get to Ragnarok, yeah, yeah. Thor, Thor, Thor was very accurate to begin yeah. with. And Iron Man was pretty accurate to begin with. Yeah. Cap was not. Not. Yeah. Then, then you go. He was more likable in the movies. Then you go the opposite route, and like you have Guardians who are almost none Nothing, of what they're supposed yeah, to be. None except, of them. Right. I think Gamora is the closest one, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah, arguably because uh, Drax isn't Drax. Gamora not at and all. Nebula. Yeah. Uh, Drax isn't Drax. Well, because he's actually kind of funny in the movies. Well, that and he does he doesn't have his like. He does have his hate boner for Thanos, but it's not as it, it's not as played on as the comics ever did. Oh, first yeah. off, Drax is kind of a joke. Yeah. Yeah. He's, also, he, he's nowhere near as powerful as he should be. He's nowhere near as. It literally yeah. feels like he's just he's a the character mu- he, that has the power of a wrestler. He, he's a he's muscle. <laughs> 
He's the muscle, actually. Yeah. He's a muscle, but he's not good muscle. But but in I the mean, actual... but he's not that strong, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you well, actually no, see no, super strength all, out of him. Groot is the muscle of yeah. the Guardians. Yes, not Drax. So yeah, even Honestly. though Drax does have incredible levels, and Rocket's of Rocket's the arsenal. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And Rocket's not insane. So yeah, and also like he's, Star- he's a little bit. Star Lord yeah. isn't the son of Ego, correct? I'm not crazy on that no, one. Right? No, no, no. He actually his dad. Yeah. Jason Sparta's his dad. Okay. Yeah, he was a much more uh reasonable character to be his father. And his dad was Both of them evil. are douches. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, but his dad wasn't evil like No, he, no, no. He's the leader of a intergalactic race, just kinda like the Kree and the other Yeah, in fact, uh Star Lord has to take over for a while. And he has to stop being Star Lord in the comics. Yeah. Well Star Lord is a completely different character in the comics. Altogether. So yeah. look, uh Marvel took liberties with everyone, including Ultron, Pym, uh The list Cap. goes on. Yeah, it, it goes on infinitely. Um which is fine. They're probably gonna take liberties with this because they sure took liberties with the Mandarin. But they'll have to take liberties with Fantastic Four. Yes. Because we've already missed, like, the event horizon for some of these characters, you know. So we have to retroactively plug them in. Um, I feel like they'd be more accurate going forward. You Uh, would think? I feel like that's that's the shift that they're going, especially with the TV shows, because those characters are kind of complex. You would have to be pretty close to the source for people to understand those characters. I feel like Vision and Wanda, they're doing a better job of trying to be more. Yeah. That sounds like it's going to be more accurate. No, it's in, it's, well, well, we were specifically talking about like WandaVision. Yeah. Neither one of them is. No, we're talking about the show though. It looks like it's taking more inspiration from the actual event series. But it doesn't even matter though, because Wanda's not a mutant. Yet. They're correcting that. It they had it. Matter. They had it labeled well, as gifted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Wanda's not a mutant. Miracles. So yeah. my, my point being is, without all of mutant history, well, Wanda's snap doesn't make any it's, sense. It's also they, they didn't have Fox when they introduced Wanda, which is fine. No, it's fine. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with him and Quicksilver. Yeah, and then going on, Wonder Man doesn't exist. This is true. So Vision yeah. is missing half his original story. That's true. <laughs> I'm gonna say. Well, that's uh, why they use Thor as the. Yeah, Wonder Man. Yeah, type character. of character for him. They made uh, they made Wanda and Vision get their uh, not Wanda and Vision. Uh, Wanda and um, Wanda and Quicksilver get their power from the Tesseract in this. Yeah. In the MCU. Currently. It's kind of vague. Separated. No, because they say it awakens their abilities. It doesn't really matter. <clears throat> so they can still is... go the route of saying they were actually mutants. Yeah. And they can you could find out that now, their dad's Magneto. That's, that's what I'm saying. They can you have a shift do... to be more correct. Yeah, but you can't do House of M. No. It's no. Just, there's no setup for it. No. Ever. So you can't do House of M, Mm-mm. regardless of what you want it to be. No, because House of M just doesn't even function. Not unless they, like, really go d- the direction of the multiverse and just we have a new Scarlet Witch in a different they universe. In the Doctor Strange movie. Good. They can. They have the opportunity. Yeah. Will they take it? They no. could have her They could have her Scarlet Witch be in this, the WandaVision little universe that she's created and we have a new Scarlet Witch come into the mainline universe. That movie is actually very pivotal for the future of the MCU. Yeah. Doctor Strange's movie, for sure. Yeah, look. It's gonna change uh, a lot. Just generally speaking, as far as Marvel superheroes, uh, film and movies go, I am out of the running. I, I am now. He's just, done now. I, 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 I love I, this stuff, man. No, no, dude. I, 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 it's I the fact out. that it's the fact that Iron Man it. is dead now. Yeah, his, his, his most important gone. character. I'm gonna make Jimmy. him go see uh, uh, Shang Chi. I was gonna say, even for the podcast, you're gonna have to come see him, aren't you? I guess. I mean, Tim will rope me into it, probably. Yes. I was gonna say. Ugh. 
Anyway, <laughs> we gotta get this in writing. Yeah, look. yeah, it's gonna be part of the contract. No, no, just give him the ticket, and he has to go. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. That. Yeah. If you give me just like with Star Wars, Wars, if I can convince him to go see the new Star Wars movie, I can convince him to go see anything. Listen, Man, I've been hearing things about that movie, and I'm yeah. My brother happy. has too. He said he all, he heard about people uh, walked out during test special screens. test well, screen. No, they tried to walk out, but if they walked out, they wouldn't get their Disney gift card, so they all yeah. sat back down. Yep, that's how upset people were. But that's not yeah, that's not say, Marvel. Listen, listen. Here's here's my thing. But, right? but you know, they we did say John Favreau's writing this. He's working the Mandalorian. Star Wars should have had him work on the Star Wars trilogy instead. You know, it all comes full circle. Yeah. Look, all I gotta say about it is this: I personally don't think that because the core characters have rotated out of the MCU, with the exception of Thor, even though Thor is so far removed from what Thor is that he might as well also be considered to have rotated out. Yeah, that the only stories they can draw from as far as source material is Marvel now and all new, all different Marvel. And as a person who sat through years of those comics and hates them and hates them like I've hated nothing else in my life. I don't want it. Well, considering we're getting Lady Thor, we're, that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, that's part of all the more different Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is is uh, Jane Foster Thor. Yeah. Which is Look, I don't mind Jane Foster being a hero. I love it when Pepper Potts was rescued. You you could totally stick like the love interest as the main heroic role and I'll run right beside you. In fact, that's arguably what Miss Marvel is. <laughs> a love interest to Captain Marvel. You, you mean Captain? Well, no, no, Miss Marvel. Marvel. Okay, you're talking about old yeah, Miss Marvel. Yeah, old okay. Miss Marvel is arguably exactly how Miss Marvel. Yeah, she was a love interest to uh, Marvel. Yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel, and then you have this whole transition going. There have been plenty of characters who started off as love interests and became heroes in their own right. There's, there's one love interest that should never be a hero, and and get their own comic, and she proved that with their, her low comic sales, which was Mary Jane. Mary, she's fine if it's not regular Mary Jane. Ma- Mary Jane can carry a comic. Well, she, she apparently has... her new one isn't carrying because no right. one's buying it. Right, but it's it's purely like okay, okay. It's like having a Lois Lane comic. Yeah, Mary Jane and Lois Lane occupy the same spot. It's like having it's a like Lois reading Lane a, comic. it's like reading an Archie comic. Yeah, it, it can sell. Oh, it can have you. I like Archie comics. I'm not dissing Archie. I'm just saying it's, it's not a superhero. It's comic. not a superhero comic, is what I'm saying. Tim says so much hurtful stuff on this show. You just, what? You just presume that we're being hurtful here. When I say when what, someone says what, do an you Archie think comic, I, do you think I'm insulting Archie? I feel like you are. I'm not. What I'm getting at is is it's that Archie genre. is more about like friendship and uh, slice of life, slice of life style comic, whereas Marvel is more known for its superhero stuff. That's and all I'm getting at. When you go and focus I like on... Archie. I used to read some of his stuff. I w- watched his animated one with the zombies. Listen, listen, listen. I the supernatural totally, stuff. I could totally sit back and you could sell me a story about Mary Jane. You could sell me a story about Lois Lane, Lee Thompson from uh, Batman. Um, okay, but I didn't like when she was uh, not her in Tony, Tony Stark's assistant. Oh. Mary Jane. No, that was weird. That's also an all-new or different Marvel when Tony Stark's mother is a freaking punk rock extra ex-secret agent. Tony Stark's is no longer... Uh, Tony Stark, really? Yeah, he's no longer actually a child of the Starks. Howard Stark and Maria Stark aren't actually his parents. Arno Stark exists. Look, <laughs> I love Arno. Why? Arno is just... I like him. No. he's Arno's arguably a villain. Have you have you read anything that Dan Slott's yeah. done with the character? I, I feel that. 
Anytime you, you Dan feel Slott's him involved. experimenting on Jocasta, like that's an intelligent thing I to feel do. That. Man, no, it's a horrible. I, I do like him. Oh. <laughs> eh. I, I just Marvel has lost me. I'm, I'm sorry that Dan Slott still slaughters your. Oh, it's horrible. Your hero. It's horrible. Don't even give me. If we still had a comic section, Matt, Matt's not here yet. But if we were to cover Tony Stark, Iron Man, Dan Slott's run as as so far the career on like issue 18. I have so many freaking complaints. I could rant for an hour about that. The day that it was announced that he was leaving Spider-Man and going over to Iron Man. I flipped my man. I said, I was like, now you get to endure what I had to endure for 10 years. For 10 years. He did his waiting. <laughs> it's horrible, man. He ruined him. He made Doc no, Ock no. be Spider-Man for a while. Hey, it was hey, a terrible that story. Was cool. No, it no. was a Superior terrible Spider-Man story. Was awesome. No, it was dumb. You're I dumb. <laughs> I like Superior Spider-Man. Listen, listen to me very closely about Superior Spider-Man. And I'm pretty sure Harvey didn't like Superior no, Spider-Man. No, he does. He, he okay. loves Superior no, no. Spider-Man. Y'all are weird. All, all the fandom for Superior Spider-Man is actually... It lasted just, way too long. No, 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 no. All the fandom for Superior Spider-Man is purely because people like Peter Parker. Right. It's 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 not Doc Ock. It's right. Parker that's carrying this love of Superior Spider-Man, and the fact that Parker's influence changed Doctor Octavius into a different character. Because I tell you right now, I hate Otto Octavius. Right. And it's only because of Parker's influence, and that's the whole but, story itself, but, that has these people fan right. bang over Ock. But it's not accurate. But it's not accurate. Doc Ock would never change just because of Peter. Well, hey, if you had Peter Parker stolen you, surely uh, you'd hold, become hold a good on. guy, too. Actually, he would. Uh, and they literally go over it. The fact of when when Peter Parker dies and passes on and Doc Ock... Takes over. He takes over. He sees Peter's entire life flash before his eyes. And he's like, you're, you're an amazing person. Uh-huh. We should... Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't tarnish your legacy. Yeah. yeah, which is except, except just because of that, we remove all of Otto Octavius' defining character flaws, right? And it just literally overrides him. It, he almost got brain jacked. <laughs> is no other way of describing it. He was like, no longer Doc Ock in any way. The only thing that remains are just topical personality flaws. But the core of his anger character, issues, yeah, and the, stuff like the that. The core of his character is gone. His inferiority complex gone. Well, of course, he's in the body of a young man that. You know, it's like now he's actually a Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, yep. I don't remember what his name is, but he's a he actually is a uh, Spider-Man uh, in a like white suit with the still with the. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's his own hero now. Yeah, Completely. I'm 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 not I'm not a down with it, but I am. everybody it, no, look, has look, their own opinion. Look, everyone gets to do their whole little heel face turn, right? And it's all supposed to be cool and all, but there are characters you can set that up for, and it makes perfect sense. Doom. Lex Luthor, because they already had heroic aspects to themselves. It didn't make sense with Doc Ock. Like, his last moments as Doc Ock, he was literally trying to kill Peter and take over his body. Not not only just killing people. He's never had a heroic moment before then. The only time you saw a bit of humanity with him was whenever it involved Aunt May. Right, when you're writing him in for that. But let's just go back and cover some very basic things about what he decided to do in his final moments before he took Peter's body and got brain jacked. Yeah. He kidnapped Tony Stark, humiliated him by threatening to either have Tony Stark admit that he's lesser than Doc Ock or setting off a nuke in the middle of town. And he sets this complicated, complex bomb, kidnaps Tony Stark's, Put it on a uh, put it on a time limit that's like 
absolutely unreasonable. Tony's just like, I, I, I can't, I can't, you know, solve this problem. I can't disarm this bomb. And it's just like, it's just pointless. Yeah. So you win. It, it, yeah. No, you, you win. It's just, he's not even happy with that. He, he was purely an arrogant, egotistical, megalomaniacal lunatic. And all of a sudden, because he's running around in Parker's body now, that's all gone. Of course, the argument <laughs> could be because the... Um, yeah, he doesn't have the spinal injections anymore. That messed with his mind yeah. in well, the first place. Because he wasn't a bad person until... Well, it's not that he... Okay. All of his core character flaws were there before they were intensified. the autonomous unit that are the arms well, that, started influencing his well, that's personality. Fine. And it makes sense that like he still has those character flaws, but they're much more toned down now. Right, he could put him, body. put him and in now check. he has and now that he has a new body that I, I saw him, I assume he doesn't have that problem yeah. when he's uh when he's no, this new Spider Man. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm saying like there is a precedent for it to happen. I do I, I'm not gonna say you're wrong in the fact that it's it is a very rapid change that like Almost gives you a whiplash, but yeah, it's a very rapid change. All of a sudden, he wants to be a hero, in a very, very unPeter like way. Yeah, so look, look, I'm not saying that it was hand. Okay, well, I'm not saying it was hand well. The story... It wasn't as bad as when Peter took the body back over. That's when it was really bad. When they tried to make him James Bond Spider Man. Yeah, Parker International and all yeah. that jazz. Listen, Dan Slott shotgunned that entire series. I don't care what anyone says. There, just because there are gems in it. Doesn't mean that I have to support it. It's kind of like Nick Spencer. I, I don't have to forgive Nick Spencer for Civil War II, regardless of what he does with Spider-Man or anything else. He does go with Spider-Man. Right. And so we continue on with Dan Slott on Iron Man, and he's deciding to put his feet in the water for some really heavy issues, like sentience and AI rights and the question of humanity and whether or not Tony Stark is still considered to be a human being since he completely fabricated a new body for himself. Right. He's, he's dealing with the loss of Tony Stark's parents. He's dealing with Arno Stark coming back, having a new body, and going absolutely batch insane, running around. In the latest chapter, by the way, the Starks are back. I don't oh, know the if any, Howard? And How, Howard and... How? Uh, Why? Arno brought them back. The Why? same technology that gave Arno a new body, they gave Rhodey and Tony a new body, Why? brought the Starks back to life because Arno wants his parents back. That's stupid. We we got really derailed. I know, but I know. Look, but no, 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 no. I totally forgot what the topic was. <laughs> we were so, originally I'm talking so about the agents of sword. sword, but we just <laughs> got we, we 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 got on Marvel to begin with. But look, look, my last and final thing. Okay, so one of the heavy things that Slot decided to touch on was PTSD because Rhodes has PTSD after getting destroyed by Thanos due to Captain Marvel. At the beginning of Civil War Two, yeah, yeah. you know Thanos one shots him in the armor. Rhodes can't even get in the armor anymore. Uh, so, Pym Ultron, which I don't know if anybody remembers what has happened to Ultron and Hank Pym, but they're fused together yeah, now. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, they're one hundred percent combined. It is an abomination of a story, a horrible concept. Hate that it's done, but regardless, Pym Ultron starts influencing everyone else around him by uh, fusing them with robots. So he fuses. Wonder Man and Vision together into one unified being is an atrocity, forcing Tony to EMP them to set them down, also killing all of these robots, which, yes, we're talking about the actual death of robots because the EMP fries them. It's no different than turning Tony into a mass murderer. So, yes, Tony gets caught there, and then not only that, but he transforms Jarvis into one of these machines and uses Jarvis, the uh, Avengers Mansion butler. Yeah, yeah everybody knows who Jarvis yeah. is. Uh, and then he tries to fuse Janet Van Dyme and Jocasta. 
What? what? Yeah, you know, he, he takes them both and tries to fuse them both together so that he can have his perfect bride. Because Hank Pym and Ultron want Janet and Jocasta. So he tries to fuse them together. Tony interrupts it and gets fused with the Iron Man armor. And it's grotesque. He, he looks like an abomination. Literally has parts of the armor sticking out of himself, it growing up his He's flesh. He's iron abomination. Yeah, but regardless, more importantly, all of this is happening. Ultron, yeah, Ultron <laughs> has been fusing all Just of these Just as horrible as that storyline. Yeah, no, but Iron Man has been fusing all of these... I'm oh, sorry, Iron Man. Ultron has been fusing all of these people together with their biological and technological halves, and it's a bunch of cyber zombies, right? But they're actual living people. Right. So Rhodey is riding around in the Mandacore, which is what he has. It's a tank that he has to drive around in now because he can't pilot the war machine armor, right? Because of PTSD. Because of PTSD. And so he sees this horde of them approaching him, and he has a PTSD flip out and kills all of them. These are all innocent people. And by the way, there's a way to cure them. You can right. turn them back into human beings because they do it for uh, Wonder Man and Vision. They do it for Tony. They defuse Tony from the armor, so you can cure them. All of these people start flooding out, and Rhodey kills all of them. So if you want to consider, just for a moment here, that Tony Stark killed hundreds of robots, and that's actually murder, because Dan Slotz wants to bring that up as a topic, that sentient robots and AIs like Jocasta are living things. Nope. So Tony Stark's a mass nope. murderer, but definitively, Rhodes, James Rhodes, is a mass murderer. Yeah, he really is in that point. Because he literally just machine guns down all these people. Innocent victims. They've done nothing wrong. And, and his justification during it is just like, I was almost turned into a cyborg once. I'm doing these people a favor. And he just guns them down. That's too stupid. I, Dan well, Slott can die in a pit. That is a good way to wrap this up. People make really weird creative decisions over at Marvel. Could be the same way with this TV show. Even though it sounds weird to us, it could be I, a real thing. I just abandoned Marvel. I'm not, I'm not doing it anymore. Yes, that's back. that's usually what Dane Dane says. Uh, anyways, thank you for letting us get to the root of our geek culture with you. Y'all have a great week. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>